Rolling over hills, winding round the trail Comes the signal of that old radio Searching with the dial, fingers trekking for miles They'll settle in the valley that they know From Opal City, this is Opal City Radio 8.41 p.m., 6-19-2016, it is Opal City Radio. Uh, my name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey, guys, what's up? Emily, I have a gift for you this oh, week. Oh, I, I love gifts. Yes. Here, take this attache case from oh, me. Oh, what's, what's inside it, though? I mean... Inside, you'll find a gun oh. with 100 untraceable rounds of ammunition uh-huh. and irrefutable proof... That it is, uh... Of who ruined my life. Friend of the show, Paul, <laughs> who ruined your life. A man I have literally never met. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for putting you in the crosshairs, Paul, but I did it anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we are gonna talk about 100 bullets. Yes. 100. Um, this is one of my favorites. I never finished it when I started reading it. It's one of the many series that I picked up and then I just lost interest in it. Um, but we are are redoing it for our crime meltdown and it's, it's only getting more melty. It's it's so melty. It's so sticky. Like a, like a, like a, like a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, but that's delicious. That's not gross at all. It's not gross, but it is melty. It, it is. This is this true. Sometimes some crime has to happen so you can get that grilled cheese sandwich. At least that's how it goes down in Northeast Old City. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, 100 Bullets has a very simple premise <laughs> that's built on top of a multi-layered conspiracy theory. Yeah, this this comic starts out deceptively simple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um... It gets a little gets convoluted. A little. Um, but yes, okay, 100 Bullets, which was a Vertigo title. Yes. Uh, written by um, uh, Brian Azzarello and right. drawn by Eduardo Riso. Yes. His style reminds me a lot of Frank Miller. Yeah, you're right. He does. They, he probably. They, yeah, they do very a lot of like, um, like color blocking, like shadow yeah. blocking uh, a lot of like yeah. silhouetted stuff yeah a lot of the silhouetted stuff did remind me of like a sin city yeah or a it's just yeah. his is i guess i would use the softer it's not as angular as frank miller's art yeah there's a little more definition yeah you know it's a little more hd i it's, guess I I, i'm not an art critic i clearly don't know what i'm talking uh, about it's a good looking book but yeah, yeah. the um the deceptively simple premise that you start out with is mm-hmm. uh, people are approached by a mysterious stranger yes. who gives them an attache case, a handgun, a hundred rounds of untraceable ammunition, yes, and irrefutable proof of pretty much of like who did them wrong, who ruined their lives. Mm. And it's the means to get revenge. He doesn't yes. tell them you have to go kill this person. He doesn't even say that you have to kill them. He's just right. here's here it is. Peace. What <laughs> you know? What you do next is completely up to you. I'm just I'm just going to give you this. Right. And it's true that that's how this comic starts. I mean, it's very simple. Um. The, the first person that, that this happens to is a woman named Dizzy. Yeah. Isabel Dizzy Cordova. Yeah, who's just been She's a, paroled from prison. Yes. She goes back home. And she is approached by this man, Agent Graves. This is his name. And he's like, hey, here's proof of who killed your husband and your baby. Because she's like, no, that was a drive, you know, it was a drive-by. It right. Was- she thought it was like the... The Kings, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it's, you know, it's gang violence, whatever. And he's like, no, it was these two crooked cops. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, leaves her to do it. Now, the the bigger story that we yeah. start falling into, which is like so convoluted, is Agent Graves 
is connected to this group called the Minutemen. Yes. Who are agents of another group yeah. <laughs> called the Trust. Yes. Which was formed by the 13, 13 of the most powerful European families yes. back in like this, you know, this is like medieval renaissance. Right. And they controlled a lot of like the wealth and the industry of Europe. Um, and their whole thing was, hey, you know, way back when they went to like, you know, the kings and queens of Europe and they're like, hey, guys. Here's like a cool deal for you. We'll <laughs> leave Europe and go to the new world and like, you know, get out of all of get out of your shit. Right, exactly. Because I'm sure you don't want us yeah, here anymore. But like you gotta ha- leave us like with complete autonomy in this unclaimed part of the new world. Right. And England's like fuck that. They colonize Roanoke Island. Uh-huh. And that's where the Minutemen come in, who are seven just, like, stone-cold killers. Yeah, the Minutemen are always badasses. Yeah, and they kill everyone in the colony. Croatoa! And they leave that mysterious message of Croatoan. Yeah. And that, thus, like, the Trust and the Minutemen are born. Because the Minutemen are, they protect the Trust, and it's not yes. just from outside threats they also protect the trust from themselves from themselves because like families are always going at it so right and if they step out of line Mm. and if they step out of line too far that really is to say then the minutemen step in Mm -hmm. and they give them a push with extreme violence (laughs) yeah right, right back in the right direction so you flash forward about 300 some odd years yeah. You know, to present day America. Yeah. And yeah, so the trust is still very active, very yeah, much. They're living, they're living large. Alive and kicking. And yeah, you know, they're based all over the United States. And this is where things start getting confusing. <laughs> yeah, if you thought we weren't done confusing you, we've just begun. Because, I mean, there's like factions within factions. Uh, yes. The whole driving force of like the larger plot is like there, the the, um, the trust is, is fracturing. And yes. there's a faction that's like, hey, we don't need the Minutemen anymore. Like, right. why don't we just get rid of them? And then there's yeah. another group that's like, no, we probably should still have them around. Um, yeah, and these two groups begin to like fracture and break away. Yeah, and there's like they start to push against each other with predictable results. And alliances and betrayals upon betrayals. Um, yeah, which culminate and actually almost all of this takes place pre-comic. Yeah, like mostly almost all of it. Yeah, um, because it all culminates in uh, an incident in Atlantic City. Yes, the the incident in Atlantic City. You know, where this is where the Minutemen finally, like, you know, Graves was like, no, we're not going to do what we're supposed to do, which is kill the Minutemen. Right. Um, instead, he deactivates them all. and To hide them and protect them from the trust. Yeah, so they all go underground. They're all hidden. And a chunk of the comic at first... Um, Again, when you have Graves and he's giving this attache case to people, and at first you think it's just mm-hmm. really random people. It turns out it is not as it's random as not it seems. random at all. These are all people that have either been directly uh, wronged by the trust right. or their Minutemen. And this exactly. is him reactivating them. Yeah, because usually throughout the course of their little stories, mm-hmm. like uh, is apparent with Cole, the ice cream man. Oh, God, Cole. Um, you know, when he gets, he gets activated basically by Iggy Pop and, <laughs> yes. uh, goes on a crazed killing spree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the yeah. word Croatoa is usually, that's the word that. Yeah. It's a Manchurian candidate. Shit. Yeah. That wakes him up and they're like, oh, okay, well let's, let's do this then. And it's yep. a blood soaked, violent 
rampage of revenge. Yes, pretty much, yes. And violence for violence's sake. Indeed. However, throughout all of this going on, you do get some really awesome, really gritty stories. And some of them don't really have to do mm-hmm. with the conspiracy at large. Like one of my favorite ones. I'll just well, let's just go we're over. Just gonna, we're just gonna we're just gonna start things. diving yeah. in, and it's gonna get really yeah. I don't That's, all over the place. But that, this is how this comic is, dudes. It's like it's real good, but it is like all over the yeah. Damn it is all over the place. Um. So let's see here. We have Agent Graves brings the attache case to a waitress in a small town. Oh. This one was sad. Yeah, and her daughter is missing. Mm-hmm. And, okay. you know, she's like, oh, you know, her, she's she's gone. I don't know what to do. I've been to all the different, you know, organizations. Nobody can help mm-hmm. me. And he's like, listen, here's what happened to your daughter. She be, he, he tells her in very vivid detail yeah. what happened. Yeah. Like, she became a heroin addict. She became a prostitute. And then she died inside of a theater. Yep, yep. And then he's like, he gives her a photograph, and he's like, this is the person that caused all of this to happen. Yeah, that ruined your daughter's life. This is why this happened to her. And, you know, Lily Roach has a pretty okay life besides her daughter running away. You know, like, her husband kind of works all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she goes and and works at at the diner. And then, you know, and it turns out that, uh, you know, she looks at the picture her husband mm-hmm. had been abusing her daughter pretty much every night that she was away. Yep. And so she just goes home and just empties the gun into him. Yeah, she yeah. uses up all that ammunition. Yeah, all 100 bullets and Graves is just outside in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's stories like that 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 really kind of drive it. Like, you know, every once in a while you get something that's like, all right, like, no, no, no conspiracy this week, guys. Let's go on. You <laughs> this know. is just monster of the week. Yeah, which is, and those are some of my favorite ones. Yeah, um, and even though this is a a a very gritty, uh, yeah. like very pulpy noir. Yeah, um, it is. Like I said, like a ton of violence, but you do get really great like uh, character interactions. You do and character mm-hmm. connections, like uh, Dizzy and and uh, Mister che- Mister Shepherd. Yes. Because the Minutemen, okay, you have seven Minutemen, you have the agent, and he right. kind of controls them all. Then you have the warlord, who acts right. as your uh, liaison between the trust right. and the Minutemen. Now, Mr. Shepard is the warlord, right. currently. Um, and he's a very, very mysterious, yet very charismatic dude. He is. He uh, is indeed. Dresses kind of like John Constantine. A little bit, yeah. Smokes a lot. Um, he takes Dizzy under his wing. Right. Because it turns out that, yeah, she's not just some random girl that Graves picked. She's being recruited to be a Minuteman. Right. So, you know, after she deals with, uh, gosh, with the, the cops who killed her her husband and her son. Right. Mm. Um, God, like her brother gets wrapped up into it because he's well, dealing with them yeah, he's a drug exactly. dealer. i mean it's like super messy yeah but she gets taken in under shepherd's wing um for him to train her and i don't know you see like okay yes he's training her to be this horrible assassin yes but it is like a very sweet like father daughter relationship yeah, in, 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 I in mean, its own way. I mean, yes, it's very much. Yeah, yeah but I mean, when when you think about you know the conflict between him and Graves, mm-hmm. you know he really is trying to recruit her to kind of be like you know a bodyguard essentially yeah. for him yeah. against Graves. Mm-hmm. Right. Graves doesn't like that. No, no, he does not. Mm-mm. Yeah, Graves. Gosh. Is a goddamn monster. He, he is, but I don't know. You have to like almost respect because he is the only character that consistently tells the truth. That's true, he, but if you see him, it usually is not good. No, it is. It is very yeah. bad. I, he'll never lie to you, but if you see him, it's usually all, all already too yeah, late. Yeah, it's it's real bad. But I mean, he does make Dizzy the new agent. Yeah, he does. Um. It's too little, too late. 
when he does that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is another cut where like don't get really attached to people. <laughs> I mean, because like spoiler, almost everyone fucking dies. Yeah, it's true. I mean, is... people start dropping, and it's like oh 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, I mean, in like new and interesting and very gruesome ways. Super gruesome ones. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe we should talk about like the Minutemen themselves. Maybe we should. Um, I have their name. God, there's like so many characters in this. There, there are there are a lot of characters. Uh, well, let's see. Let's... Who is the besides Dizzy, <laughs> who we've talked about? She's a she's a, a female gangbanger. Yeah, the girl. Yeah, and then we have. Look, uh... Let's not even do them because I can't even remember. But okay. I got them written down. So we have Jack Doll. Okay. The monster. Yeah. I like Jack, the, I like uh, his story. Jack's story is one of my favorite, even though Jack is truly a monster. Yeah, so when we meet Jack, it looks like he's just another like rando yeah. that Graves is giving stuff to. Um he's he's a junkie. Yeah. And Graves does he finds him, he gives him the case, and he's like, you know, yeah, you know, I know all about you, does soul spiel. You know, here's the the case with the gun and the bullets, and here's a picture of who ruined your life. Yes. Of who made you what you are. And right. he opens it up, and it's a picture of himself. Yeah, that, oh my god, that's so crazy. And, like, in the kind of intro story to him, you know, he's, like, hanging out with his junkie buddy. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you got, like, a hundred bullets. What are you, like, what are you going to use them for? He opens the door, and he's just been shooting people. Yep. And he's just like, well, all I really need is one bullet. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Jack, settle yeah. down. Um, yeah, he, he, is, he is pretty hardcore. Yeah, and of course, I mean, Graves is not impressed by any of this. Of course not. Because um, we do run into Jack later. Oh God! With the whole thing with the oh his the tiger yeah his junkie buddy yeah. and his brother runs like a zoo slash like poaching operation. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, he sees a tiger in a cage, and he like gives it the gun. Yeah. And then like I'm like dude, he gets his arm almost ripped off, and I'm like Jack, you. Well, I mean, you kind of get like a glimpse into his psyche about how he's just like well, I mean. No, like, think about it, you know, like, he used to be this, like, you know, he's the king of the wild, mm-hmm. and, like, he's reduced to this, to, like, nothing, and then, like, you know, they end up, he ends up killing basically everyone there except for his junkie friend. Yeah, yeah. And he just lets the fucking tiger go. Yeah, he does, on the beach. And he's just, yeah, and he's just like, well, you know, it'll, you know, you know they're gonna catch it and kill it, like his friend says, and he's like, it doesn't matter, he's gonna die on his own terms. yeah. He's gonna go out like a king. <laughs> oh, oh, Jack! Jack is also from Boston. Yeah, he is from Boston. Boston. He also dresses in a hilariously nineties. Yeah, leg. like super like nineties grunge. Yeah, like with the the flannel that's tied around his yeah. waist. I would be lying if I didn't rock that look like all the time. Oh, you monster! Yeah, yeah. But okay, I will say this for for this um. Azarello gives everyone a very distinct voice. He does. It's There's true. a lot of like regional accents. There's a lot of like slang. Yeah. Uh, like metaphorical dialogue. Uh, it makes it seem much more real. Yeah, it does root it very much in like the real world. When yeah, you have somebody yeah. who's from Baston. Yeah. So, yeah, he talks like someone from Boston. You have Izzy, who's from... God, where I forget even where she's from. Chica- uh, Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. She talks like somebody from the barrio in Chicago. Like, right. you know, you don't have characters that are from two different worlds speaking exactly the same. Right, yeah, exactly. Which, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Let's see, there's Cole Burns, the wolf. Cole Burns! I liked him, but... <sighs> Okay, this book was made in the 90s, and they made him look like Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's true. He, he is very Johnny Depp And I'm Depp like looking. 20 years later, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, his his is one of the, the more interesting stories, because it starts where he, Cole 
is an ice cream man yes. who works in the inner city. Yes. And not only does he sell ice cream to kids, he also sells discount cigarettes to their mothers and fathers. Yes. Like you uh, do. And he gets them. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, gets them from a guy named Goldie Petrovic. Oh, yeah, who yeah. Who is gangster. And so what basically happens is, um, like, Cole, Cole's grandparents died in an arson, mm-hmm. like in a fire. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's right. Right. Yeah. So basically he, he was like, well, I mean, it must have been an accident, blah, blah, blah. Graves visits him and he says, listen... This wasn't any accident. Right. I have a picture of the man who's responsible. The man who resp- who's responsible is Goldie Petrovic. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of just going immediately, you know, out and after mm-hmm. him, Cole's like, "This is bullshit. There's no way that this is that this is true." I'm gonna go talk to Goldie. Oh, that's right. Because Goldie's grandmother was in the right, exactly, and that's why he doesn't think it's yeah. true because he's like, "His grandparents died in that fire too." Well, it turns out Goldie killed his own grandparents. Yep. And, and set the place on fire because it's like, well, you know, sacrifices have to be made. Mm-hmm. And he brings in Iggy Pop. <laughs> he brings in a junkie who looks like Iggy Pop. He, no, no, he looks exactly <laughs> he like He literally Iggy Pop. brings in Iggy Pop, yes. Yeah. And so he's going to saw off Iggy Pop's arm <laughs> with, a, with a circular saw. Yep. And that's when he tells Cole, like, listen, you know, like, yeah, sacrifices had to be made. I had to make the money. And Iggy Pop before he gets his arm cut off, says Croatoa. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, now Cole is one of the OG Minutemen. Yes, he's actually the first one to be reactivated. Yes, and so he gets reactivated. He's in a funk. He doesn't know what's happening. He's in the middle of, and I have this in my notes in all caps, by the uh-huh. way, an ice cream man turf war. <laughs> oh, that's right, he is. Yeah, because, like, another dude pops on his spot and he gets in a fight with him and, like, throws his keys down a sewer drain. Then the other dude bombs his ice cream truck. Like, dude, that is not, like, that's not an escalation. I did not realize that ice cream, like, selling ice cream was such serious business. (laughs) So brutal. Um, And so when Cole comes to, he's covered in blood. Everyone's dead. Yep. And he's holding a gun and he's just like, what the fuck? Like, what am I... Like, why am I remembering all this crazy stuff? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it turns out he's he he goes and, uh, you know, Shepard finds him yep. and kind of he's like, listen, you know, this is this is kind of like what's going on. You know, uh, you're one of these people. He he was going to marry the girl that he oh, was with. Oh, yeah, his, his sweet, poor, by the way. long then he girlfriend. Yeah, he leaves the ring on a switch bl- or a, uh, a butterfly knife. Yep. The thing and he also one of the things that i liked is he grabs his ice cream rival <laughs> and it's like, listen this is what these kids want oh, yeah yeah and this is what their parents smoke and he's like don't fuck this up because i care about this place mm-hmm. and he leaves with shepherd to go be a minute man yep yeah yeah i like that too because they talk about like because these guys when they when they deactivated them yeah. Like, some of them went back to, like, their lives before. Some of them were given new lives. Um, yeah, Shepard and Cole talk, and he's like, you know, well, we made you an ice cream man because we thought you would be happy, you know, like, working with kids and, like, making the yeah. kids happy. And he's like, no, man, it fucking sucked. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you you tried, though. Shepard. Yeah, he did. Johnny, Johnny Depp did try. I mean... I liked, uh, despite his resemblance to IRL POS, uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, he really is probably one of the better Minutemen. Yeah, he's very loyal to Graves. Um, Yeah. And we do, like, start getting, like, fractures within the Minutemen of, like, who trusts Graves, who doesn't, who is on Shepard's side. And who's not. And who's not. um, Cole is, like, ride or die. With Agent yeah, Graves. Basically. I mean, if what Agent Graves says, he, you know, 100% is behind, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then we get to the people who don't like Shepard very much. Mm-hmm, let's see. We get, we get to Lono. Oh, Lono's next on my list, too. Yeah, Lono is kind of introduced in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's kind of like a big dude, and I don't mean like he, that he's muscular, he's just kind of like this huge Yeah, he's a really figure. big dude. And he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt 
and just going ape shit on a bunch of people, like shooting helicopters out of the sky and shit. And you're like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah. And uh, you find out that it is Lono. Mm. Now, Lono, he he doesn't like Graves. No. And he doesn't like Shepard. Well, he likes Shepard more than he likes Graves. Well, that's, yeah, but I mean, that's still, he's, you know, I mean, at like when we meet him, you know, he's just like, yo, fuck Shepard. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, like, fuck Graves. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 100% against him. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a Minuteman. Mm-hmm. He just wants to go off and do his own thing. Yeah. Which is yeah. be a horrible human being. Like, in a comic yeah. book that is full of horrible people. Yeah. Lono takes the cake. Lono's the worst. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's why he's my favorite character, because he's the worst. He is the, like, every, just about everyone else has some redeeming quality. <laughs> Lono has zero. Yes, has some, like, piece of humanity that you can, like, yeah. relate to, or something. Yeah, Lono, no, nothing. Zero. Yeah, he's just the worst, worst dude. Yeah, he, he is straight awful. Um. He is tapped by Shepard, though, to take his place. Yeah. Um, which is, I'm like, Shepard Bay. Yeah. What this horrible... Not a good idea. I mean, I understand you're bleeding to death when you make this decision, but come on, dude. Like... Yeah. Why? Yeah. So, Lono, uh, when we're first introduced to him, he meets Shepard in uh, Miami, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's basically making an exchange. He did something for Shepard. Shepard's going to pay him money. No, he's and so, with Graves. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, he's, he's meeting, meeting with, with Graves. Graves. to pay him $2 million. Yep. And so, you know, they have their little back and forth. It's very clear that Lono does not like him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, listen, you know, the Minutemen, it's something greater. And I think that you, at, the, at your core, you still want to be a part mm-hmm. of it. And he's just like, Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> so he gets paid. He does get paid. Um, mm-hmm. her, the, their waitress, who is wearing a, a very low-cut top, and they really want you to notice that fact, um, is, like, kind of being harassed by her gangbanger boyfriend <laughs> in the most hilarious way possible. Yes. Um, and so, you know... Uh, Graves noticed this. Lono apparently does not or just doesn't care. Yeah, he probably just doesn't care. It's like, whatever. He yeah. wants his money. Right. And so he grabs he grabs the two million from, uh, from Graves, turns around, and, you know, Graves talks to the waitress, and he's just like, hmm, isn't that, like, you know, that's pretty amazing. And she's like, what, what? <laughs> then she names, like, a thing that had just gone on, and he's like, no, that that man walking down the street is walking away with two million dollars of my money. <laughs> And she immediately goes and gets her her gangbanger boyfriend to go grab that money. Yep. What happens is they hit Lono with a car. Yes, they do. It does not kill him. It just makes him real mad. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and he gets some pretty terrible revenge on on the people. Yeah, yeah, he really does. Does indeed. Yeah, he kills the shit out of the boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he wipes Carlos out. Yeah, now the yeah Carlos, who is a cousin to another would be uh, yes. Minute Man. I liked I liked Loop. Loop is good. So you have Loop Hughes, the boy. Yeah. Who is the son of an earlier Minute Man? True. Uh, Craig Hughes. Yes. Um. Again, he's approached by Agent Graves. Gives him the case it's got a picture of his dad yeah and it's like what you want why should i kill my dad and he's like well i'm not telling you to do anything but just i mean if you want to there you go yeah so he tr- his father hadn't been present yeah his, his, his father's been a, a, a non-figure in his whole life yeah so he goes he tracks him down he pulls the gun on him yeah which earns him his father's respect in a weird way yeah, you know, I mean, because it, you know, I guess he was, like, kind of coming back to demand what was his, sort yeah. of, you know? So his dad's like, takes him under his wing, mm-hmm. starts teaching him, like... How to be a good mob enforcer. Yeah, pr- That's what he is. Yeah, pretty much. And they do, like, a lot of, like, father-son bonding. 
Yeah, over mob enforcement, which is hilarious. Yeah, um... I know when my father and, and I bonded, it was when we were breaking someone's leg for, uh, for the mob. Yeah, for, for, like, money. Now, important to note, uh, Loop and Craig are black, um, yeah. which in flashbacks comes into play because Craig actually wasn't... I don't think he was actually a Minuteman. He was... No, he was. He just... He was supposed to be an agent. Right, exactly. He, an agent or a warlord. And because this was back in the 60s, yeah. he gets passed over for it continuously. Right, um, right. Because it's like, no, we can't have we can't have a black dude as, you yeah. know, oh, no, you're good enough to, like, go kill people, but... Right. And then, of course, the, to further rub salt in that wound, when him and Graves, again, back in the, the late 60s, yeah. They recruit Shepard. Yes. Who, by the way, was like a babe back in the day. <laughs> he was like a basketball playing like Vietnam vet babe. And I'm like, hey, boy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, but yeah, what further rubs salt in the wound is yeah. Shepard's gay. And he's right. like, oh, fuck all of you. Like, <laughs> like just because he can hide what you guys don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he gets out of the whole Minuteman thing. Right. And this which is why he's still alive and able to teach his son, his horrible career path. <laughs> it is true. Now what's, what's hilarious because the comic was written around the same time that I was very chemically involved in things mm -hmm. like they, um, they shoot like Lewis kills his first man during a shakedown. Yep. And it, the guy drew a shotgun. Oh, he that's put it away, right. So in, the, in, the, in the shop. Yeah. In the sandwich shop. They find a bunch of ecstasy. Yep. And I was like, I was reminded of a, of a story from my life. <laughs> it was like the comic spoke directly to oh, me. No. Like, Damn. Yeah. Michael. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> You you don't want to know any more about my uh my my illicit. I past? mean, you can tell your sorted of that I'm a... your sorted. No 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 no. Let let's keep it on track because it, it 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 there's a lot of setup. To it. Oh, okay. um, um, but yeah, so this sets up the fall of of poor uh, Papa Hughes. Yes, it does because he takes the fall for this. Essentially, it was like you guys stole all these drugs. You stole this money. You know, gangsters don't like it when you steal from them. Right. And, yeah, so, you know, they set, if I'm recalling correctly, they set Craig out to do, like, one last job. You know, supposed to, like, torch a bar. Yeah. And he goes and... Lost the mob just shows yeah, up there. they show up. He dies in the fire. Yeah. Um, Pretty much protecting his son. Right. So, of course, which sends Loop on this whole, like, revenge kick of, like, no, I'm going to kill the, the mobster. Yeah, he's going to go kill Nino. Oh, that's Curtis Nino. Well, Nino has, like, an Asian babe. Oh, man, this fight was so awesome. Yeah, this is a pretty... So he has this yeah. Asian babe that I guess is his girlfriend. Yeah, well... Mostly she just plays pool and wears sexy dresses. Yeah, her name is Tommy Yi. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they keep calling her Chun-Li. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so he has a fight with with Asian Babe. Yeah. And, I mean, they both get, like, super fucked up. Yeah. Um, like, she kicks the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah, she's, like, she's not just, like, eye candy playing pool. Yeah. And uh, one of uh, his father's friends from the bar actually comes in with a gun and she shoots her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. And but because Loop won't go work for Graves initially, right? Graves is like, yeah, well, have fun in prison then. Yeah, he sends him into prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where he runs into Lono BT Dubs. Yeah, he totally does. All yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and because Lono is sitting there, and it's like, yeah, I think it's Shepard that tells him like. Yeah, you need to, like, watch out for the boy. Like, protect him. Yeah. And, oh, I, why? <laughs> why? 
you would have someone like Lone. I mean, I I understand that that you're a group of depraved killers. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But why? <laughs> You'd be like, now Lono. Now Lono. Said, Lono, you know you shouldn't do that. No, I mean, yeah, he goes into prison. It just starts like, but that's that's not until like later on. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, Lono. And... But like, Loop kind of comes into his own in prison. He does. Like, he finds a place for himself and like, the other prisoners respect him. You know, like, he's, like, trading jokes with the Aryan goddamn brotherhood. They're like, no, Loop's cool. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's true. Like, <laughs> you know, you get the whole power struggle, you know. Yeah. Oh, God, with the whole, like, his rivalry with, uh, God, what, who's that guy, like, Nine? Where he, like, yeah. smashed him in the face with a food tray? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a whole thing. So, I mean, they do get out of prison and they do go do fun, like, uh, Minutemen things. Yes. Loop is, well, is one of the few that walks away. Yeah, which I was happy about. Yeah. Like, like Loop was, was another good Minuteman. He, he was. He he just... I He just he fell just into it time. pretty much. Like, yeah. you know, this wasn't something he set out to do. It just... He just kind of fell, fell into right. it. It's true. Uh, it's true. Well, let's, let's see. Next on my list, I have Milo. Oh, that's who I have next, too. Yeah. Milo Garrett, well, the bastard. Yes. He, he was one of my... <laughs> he is a bastard. <laughs> um, his story is, like, super, like, hard-boiled, like, yeah. noir detective. Yeah, it, it totally becomes a noir comic when you when you come across I mean, this dude. I mean, he's... Okay, for a minute, man. His, his life is that they made him a, a, a P.I. Right. But when you meet him, his face is covered in bandages. Right. Because he was in a car crash that, like, supposedly disfigured his face. Yes. So he wears, like, the suit, but he, and he's smoking, but he's got, like, the invisible man bandages. Right. <laughs> and he's wrapped up, now, like, in this this whole, like, painting theft. Which yes. turns into, like, a major, like, plot thread. That yes, That runs throughout the whole comic. Um... But yeah, it's this, this antique painting. It's been stolen. It keeps switching hands. People keep dying for yeah. it. Um, but yeah, you get like the whole like femme fatale thing with oh, what's her face? Echo Memoria, which yes, is a great who name. Who makes an, another appearance? Yeah, it's you, true. I like. Yeah, you know, she's she's an art thief. Um, this is where we get um, oh, what's his face? Branch. Yep, mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Branch. Branch, the report. He makes an appearance earlier, but he's very important to this story. Yeah, Branch too. is another one that Graves, again, approached, gave him the case. Branch did not do anything with that. Well, well he's just, right, because he was a, he's yeah, a reporter. Yeah. And he's just like, how the fuck can an organization do this? Mm-hmm. And so he goes and takes the case. He, buy, he goes and adopts a dog from mm-hmm. the pound. He goes in full view of the public park, and he just shoots the dog in the middle of yeah. the park. And he waits for the police to come arrest him. The police do it. They process him. And then they let him go. But not only do they let him go, they give him back the attache with the gun and the rest of the bullets. And he's just like, what the fuck yep. is this crazy yeah. shit? Yeah. yeah. So he starts, unco- he's the one who really starts uncovering uh, the whole, like, conspiracy. and the Yeah. I mean, besides an activated Minuteman, he knows the yeah, most. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got like everything connected between, you know, the, the trust and the Minuteman, the Minutemen and, you know, who's running who and what's going right. on. Um, poor Milo. Um, I don't know that he ever really gets like fully activated or reactivated. No, no, because he kind of, he doesn't really, because he, the, like, is it Shepard of Graves? I can't remember which one. I think it's mm-hmm. Shepard. Kind of gives him the chance, and he turns his back yeah. on him. Because he's like, I want to solve my case yeah, first. Yeah. And he's like, that's not a good idea. You won't like where mm-hmm. it leads. And he he's like, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. Because my face is bandaged like the invisible goddamn <laughs> man. And so he... Uh, you know, he goes to, to finish the case, and unfortunately he runs afoul of of, uh, of Megan yeah. Dietrich, who sets him up against mm-hmm. Lono. 
And yeah, yeah. Lono winds up... Now, Lono, this is the one time he shows any sort of regret because yeah. Shepard tells him, you know, cause they're, you know, when he's in prison and he's like, you know, right. this is who's been activated. This is who's, who we found. And they, you know, they start going through the list and he tells them like, yeah, we found Milo, but his face yeah. was covered in bandages and like dot, dot, dot. You know, right. you, you totally killed him, bro. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Just this one time. Yeah, just this one just, time. I'm just sorry. right now for this instant. Am I sorry? <laughs> but now I'm going to like do more. Yeah, but now I'm going to be like... more of a horrible person. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Victor Ray. The yeah. Rain. Um, mm -hmm. he's the one who actually gives us the most information about the trust and the minute in his, yeah. Life. Yeah. He, he reveals yeah, a lot his, of stuff. His little issue. He tells us what's up. Um, yeah, he was, no, he was the first one who was woken up after Atlantic city. Um, right. He works with loop a lot on like the baby's first minute man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How to be a stone cold killer. Like your first stone cold killer. <laughs> yes. Uh, his father was also a Minuteman, uh, mm -hmm. Will Slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I just he has these a good names. Name. I I can't. Um, yeah, he's yeah. another one who's able to retire. So now he's just right. like a regular hitman. <laughs> well, yeah, you know it's bad when your retirement path is like, well, I've been a Minuteman for like. 20 years. I think I'll just retire as a mob hitman. You know, your, like, your Warhammer career exit. Right, exactly. As mob hitman from Minutemen. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I liked Victor. He was kind of cool. He has his like, yeah. neat tattoos. He He's does have his kind of like more of like a stoic figure. You know? Yeah. Again, also a horrible human being, but. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what the one thing all the Minutemen have in common. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Let's see, there's Willie, the point man. Yeah. Uh, who gets tracked down by Shepard and Dizzy in Texas. Oh, right. Yeah, and they give, again, he does the whole with the case and everything. Because um, oh, Graves gives him a picture of Shepard. <laughs> Right, exactly. And he's just like, I don't yeah, even like, know this dude. What are you doing? Who's just like, yeah, I don't know who the hell this dude is. I don't know who you are. Like, look. Yeah. What the hell do I care? Like, how does this guy ruin my yeah. life if I don't even know who he is? Get the hell out of here. He is, yeah, he is like aggressively neutral at mm -hmm, first. Because mm -hmm. yeah, he like, he works at like this gas station in the yep. middle of nowhere. He doesn't do anything all day. He just kind of like sits around and sleeps, you know? Like. <laughs> yep. And yeah, so like when Shepard and Dizzy track him down, you know, and Dizzy's like, are you sure this is who we're looking for? And he's like, no, this is who we're looking for. He just... <laughs> he may seem that way, give him but... Some time. Um, now his deal is that he's a sharp, a sharp shooter. And yes. he has a, a tragic background story. Uh, where he was mm -hmm. in love with this woman, uh, Rose, who yeah. was the daughter of one of the heads of the trust. Yeah, not 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 a big, good idea. Big that. no no. Uh, she was also working against other families in the trust. A second yeah. big no no. This gets mm -hmm. out, and of course, it becomes a problem for the Minutemen. Uh, Shepard goes right. to Wiley and is like, yo, you have to go kill her, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, you know yeah. where she is. You're it's your mess. Yeah, it's you like need to clean it up. You do it or someone else is going to do it for you. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be so worse. I think you should go take care of this. And he does. And it's yep. real terrible and it's real tragic. And yes. Yeah, I mean, I do. I kind of feel bad for for a Wiley. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see why they kind of programmed in that personality mm -hmm. for him. 
you know, because he does seem like he's depressed, but he doesn't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just very lethargic, and you know that's that's yeah. the reason why is because he killed. Yeah, he killed poor Rose. Rose. Um, yeah. Well, don't don't date Minuteman. Yeah, don't have. Also, don't don't double cross the like, trust. Yeah, like, What's wrong with you, Rose, woman? You should have known. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Like, for real. The, yeah, they're the trust. <laughs> let's see. We have uh, later on. Let's see. There's a uh, Remy Rome, the saint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, who. Okay, we're just going to talk about this dude's death because it's hilarious to me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he gets reactivated. Okay, you know, all this. This is like kind of towards the end of of every, when everything really starts coming to a head. Yeah. Um, he goes to move against one of the members of the trust, Joan Darcy. And, right. you know, and she's like holy shit, you know, she has all of her dudes, there's this big shootout. One of her dudes has a pack of explosives. He Mm -hmm. shoots the pack, causes an explosion, wakes up in the hospital with no hands. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's a pretty terrible oh, way to wake up. Dude, so... That's a big ball so shit right there. I, yeah, Victor is there with him. And he takes him outside, of, you know, on the roof of the hospital to, like, let him have a smoke. And he's like, eh, dude, at least you're alive. I mean... Yeah. You don't have hands, could but... Could be worse. And he's like, yeah, it could be worse. He looks down. There's a dude coming out of an ambulance who's, like, all super fucked up. That dude is his brother, Ronnie, yeah. who's just in a horrible car accident. So, after he smokes a cigarette, he hurls himself off the building. Yeah. Maybe lands on top of his brother. We know that Ronnie sees him kill himself. And I'm just like, yeah. god damn, 100 bullets. Well, it's, it's, it's a grim-ass comic, rough. man. I'm just like, oh my god. Super, super grim. fucking... Super duper grim. Um, yeah, his brother Ronnie, who is not a Minuteman, but Graves still uses him. Uh, he gets yeah. sent to. Um... Oh yeah, he gets sent to Italy to get this fucking painting. <laughs> the one that everyone's that everyone dying wants, for. Um, to get it from Echo, who has promised to sell it to like fifty other people. I mean, yeah. there's, like, this whole, like, shootout, but it's not really a shootout. But then there's, like, double-crossing. Then she shows up naked. But then I yeah. I don't even... Uh, it's, it's so <laughs> confusing at this point. I'm just like, I don't... I have to read this again. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> All I know is that Cole gets the painting. Cole yes. winds up with that damn painting. He does. He doesn't even no, like paintings. No, but he's, he's got it. Um, let's see. I think those are all the Minutemans. Yeah, that, that is yeah, all the Minutemans. There's only seven of them. Yeah. Yep. They're a handful. I there's know, only but seven it feels like there's control. like a thousand more. <laughs> it's Well, I mean, because you get the other people in, and you get like his random attache mm-hmm. case deliveries here and it's there. It's true, and they know? do like a lot of... Um, we do like a lot of flashbacks, which is kind of yeah. kind of cool. A little confusing at first is they don't always tell you that it's a flashback. Actually, they never tell you it's a flashback. That's... They just let you figure it out. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I would like to read this series yeah, again because is... it, it it is one of those series that you probably do have to you read get a to couple like times. Really get everything. Um, yeah, because you do the flashbacks. Is you do they keep going back to you know Atlantic City. Um, yeah, which is interesting because every time we go back to it, a little more is revealed. So like when we first see it, it's, you know, seven dudes completely in shadow with it's like Graves right. and Shepard. That's you don't know who the rest of it is. But as Minutemen are re- revealed, revealed, start seeing who it yeah. is. You start seeing what's what leads up to it. Like, what are people right. doing before and after, you know, all of that? Um they do cool things with like um, 
where they'll have two scenes going on simultaneously. Yeah, they do a lot of that. that and are, it works uh, out really good. They parallel each other yeah. very well. And they'll just keep yeah. cutting back and forth. And you'll have like overlapping dialogue, uh, overlapping yeah. um, like descriptors of stuff, yep. which is mm-hmm. really cool. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very well planned out and it's very well <laughs> executed too. That's like. The execution of it is is really, yeah, really no, well done. I, I'm with Mike. Like, this is definitely something I have to read again because I know I, even though yeah. I, like I was reading it and I'm like trying to take down notes because I mean it does like it starts like, I mean like almost like immediately. It's after the first three issues of Dizzy that it like it mm-hmm. just immediately starts just like turning and yeah, it just starts rolling turning in and, on itself yeah. and you get all the. You kind of almost do feel like Mr. Branch, like, connecting things with string yeah, and, like... of, like, trying to know. figure out, like, who's against two. Because, like I said, I mean, you got the 13 families of the Trust who are all working against each other. Against each Pretty other, much. exactly, I right. Mean, they have strange alliances yeah, with each other. I mean, and, you get... Yeah. I mean, one of the big players is uh, Megan Dietrich. Yes. Who's, like, a, a femme fatale character. Yeah, she yeah, totally she's is. Super yeah. femme fatale. Yeah, there's an actual case that I like oh, with her yeah, in it yeah. where, yeah, like this bartender, um, Lee Dolan, is approached by uh, Agent Graves and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, you know, I used to, and I know that you were once a, uh, a successful restaurant owner. I ate at your restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was delicious, you know. And um, he gives him the attache case and in the case is a picture of a woman that yep. he's never seen before. And it's Megan Dietrich. And so he basically, you know, goes in, like, you know, storms into the office. He manages to, like, you know, talk a, yep. a way in. Uh, his his children hate yeah. him, by the way, because he well, lost all of his money. Is that he lost the whole, you know, his successful restaurateur. He lost all right. that because he was convicted for child pornography. The feds found right, exactly. kitty porn on his computer, and he swears up and down. Right. He's like, it's not mine. I don't know how it got there. Right. So now he is. Yeah. He's reduced to being this a bartender at a shitty bar. You know, it's a nasty yeah. divorce. The kids hate him. I mean, she yeah. did. She ruined his life. So, and he's like, I don't even know who this is. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, he finally confronts her with the gun, and she's like, well, listen, when I was... You know, a little younger than I was now. We were fucking around on the internet. We found mm-hmm. child porn. And to ruin that company, we just sent it to a bunch of people that were just randomly online. I'm sorry. You were just yeah, a random uh, person. She and her friends, like, drunk 90s hacked. Yes. <laughs> Where they were all wearing, like, net <laughs> shirts. and like Backward yeah. baseball. <laughs> yes. And so, um, you know, he's like, listen, I don't want to kill you. You know, I just want my children to be safe. And she's like, listen, if you leave here and don't kill me, you know, I'll transfer X yeah. millions of dollars oh, into funny. your children's bank accounts if you give me the gun. And so he gives her the gun and she promptly blows his brains out and then cancels the yep. bank transfer. Yep. Yeah. I have written in caps. <laughs> yeah, because then the <laughs> kicker is that after that, you know. Before he goes to see her, you know, he's getting everyone together. He talks to his son again. He's like, yeah, you know, come to the bar. We're going to have a big party. It's right. A fresh exactly. Start, all that. And, oh, yeah. Because there's like the exotic dancer, too. And, yes. And like yes. That's right. Into, and he convinces her to come. And of course, since he's a yum dumb and doesn't shoot <laughs> Megan Dietrich right off the bat, uh, which would yeah. have saved everyone so much it would have saved a lot of things yes the the comic would have would have turned out it would have been much much shorter i i think yes um but yeah of course they all get together and of course he doesn't show up and it's just like oh one more disappointment womp womp thanks dad but they just didn't know that he's got a bullet yeah i mean yeah she megan dietrich is like a puppet master yeah she is. She controls a lot of people. She controls one of the other trust children, oh, Benito. Oh, yeah, Benito Med- yeah. Medici. Medici! Yeah, Medici. Benito, who's like, oh my god, like a bleach blonde fuckboy. Yeah, basically. I mean... 
like 90s trust yeah, child he yeah he's the absolute worst um but yeah megan yeah. like is sleeping with his dad yeah basically and he's of course he wants mm-hmm. to sleep with her and she's just like controlling the shit out of him all the time yep yeah. yep um yeah. benito becomes Indeed. like kind of enamored of dizzy God, everyone yes, is it's like really creepy. She's like, oh, get get off me, all of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, back up, fool. Yeah. <laughs> I love I like Dizzy, Dizzy though. Like, she's her, a... her teardrop. Yeah, she has but a teardrop tattoo on her one yeah. After yes. she kills Shep. Okay. <laughs> so she winds up killing Shepard, spoiler. Um, yeah. Because again, Graves is like a giant asshole. And he programs yeah. this into her. So. Again, she hears the word Croatoa. And I yeah. forget even who says it to her. I think it's Cole. Uh, I think you're right, actually. I'm not sure. Any, It doesn't really matter. Somebody says Croatoa. They're coming out of like a shitty like gas station. She's got an armful of groceries. Yeah. She hears that word. She immediately drops the groceries and shoots Shepard in the chest. Yeah, And it's immediately, like, as soon as she does it, she drops the gun. And it's like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, what have I done? Because, again, like, she yeah. she loved this man. I mean. Yeah, it's true. Even though in the beginning, Branch was like, listen, if Shepard ever asks, you tell him you belong mm-hmm. to Graves. You know, because don't trust yeah. Shepard. You know, and she ends up trusting yep, him anyway. And, you know, Shepard is actually the yeah. one that introduces her to, to Branch. Because they go to Paris. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to meet someone. That's where she meets Branch, who's the reporter who also got the attache case, but didn't do anything with it. Yes. Um, Right. But yeah, so as Shepard is dying and like driving a car, and that's what he calls Lono in prison, is like, you know, I want you to be the next warlord. And I'm like, Shepard. (laughs) That's that's a big mistake. Horrible idea. Anyone else, just stop the car and be like, you're born now. Okay. Like, that's a better I know, choice. I understand you're losing a lot of blood. Yeah. But, Shepard, <laughs> I, I can't with that decision. Uh, it's, Shepherd, it is true. It's a, it's so, it's a bad it's decision. It's the worst decision. Um, <laughs> gosh, but yeah, like the, kind of like the, the big conspiracy is between, yeah. let's see, Augustus Medici, Agent Graves, yeah. and right. the head of the Vasco family. And I mean, right. this is like decades long plot. Yeah, of, pretty like, much. Hey, essentially, like, we're going to get control of the trust. So let's just start this ball rolling now. Yeah. In like the fucking sixties. I mean Yeah, well I mean the thing is with the trust is that it's did we already explain it's yes. thirteen families? Yes. Yeah. And the reason it is is that if you get a deadlock six and six, you mm-hmm. have a tiebreaker. It's a it's a check and a balance built yeah. into the trust. So, you know, to gain more power, you have to first remove mm-hmm, a family. Mm-hmm. So that if, you know, like, the worst that it can be is a draw. And so, like, you all, yeah, and, like, they get this whole thing going, like, in the 60s. And, like, all right, I'm going to do this shit, but I'm going to do it right. It's going to take a while. This is going to take a a damn minute. This is going to span a generation, yeah. Well, because, like, the the biggest, okay, the the best example of this is the, um, the Nagel family. So yeah. you have the head of Alex, who, uh, yeah, he approved Grace's pro- Graves' promotion to agent in 1962. Yeah. Later on, yes. he is persuaded to kill himself uh, because they're like, hey, if you do that, the, the house, it'll pass on to your children instead of being absorbed right. by the other houses. So he does it. So then it passes on to, he has twins, Lars and Anna. Yeah. And it's like, all right, kids. Well, there can only be one. So one of you needs to fucking, you know, you need to make a damn decision. And they're like, all right, well, we'll figure it out. Um, Lars goes to have 
dinner with people, whatever, to talk yeah. about it. He tells them, like, hey, you know, I think I want my sister to be the head of it. Anna is... Lono plays a trick on her <laughs> and tells her... Because at this point, Lono is the warlord. Shepard's dead. Yeah. Lono stepped into... The, God help us, Lono has stepped into that role. Yeah. And he's like, well, hey... Lars is gonna like team up with the dudes who killed your dad. Like, what the hell's up with that? Am I right? <laughs> He's like, that seems like you a know, terrible that's a horrible idea. thing. I mean, and I know a thing or two about horrible things. Yeah. It's, so it's true. she spikes his champagne with drugs. He starts drinking it, and that's when he's like, "Oh, by the way." Like, I met with these dudes, but I said that I wanted you to be the head of the house. And she's like, oh. Oh, maybe you shouldn't have drank all that all champagne, that, you that silly point. Billy. Oh, too late. Yeah. Lars dies. So then she kills herself by taking the rest of the pills. And their house yeah. is absorbed by the other houses anyway. Good job. Yeah. Good. No, that's how good it goes, Good job, Nagel family. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, like, we're kind of running, we're kind of running we long. We are, I mean, so. honestly, if we talked about, like, every single thing that happened in this book, we would be here for hours. I'm like, there's a lot that we're leaving out, but y'all should read this fucking comic and figure it out for yourself, like, see it for yourself. Yeah, it's it's a it super good real, comic. It's I really, mean, really good. Yeah. Um. So, do you have a favorite minor character? Because oh, I do. Um, who's your favorite? My favorite minor character is from the uh, the Chucky and Pony oh, storyline. Pony. It's Baby Maxwell, who is a huge fat dude <laughs> who wears lipstick and like like star earrings. He's like a big yep. fat black dude, and he like he talks so convincingly with a mixture of street slang that I like I picture his voice oh in my, my head and like I've assimilated <laughs> his voice. Oh Amazing. baby I forgot about baby Max Baby, baby Maxwell is pretty cool. Yes. Um he always wears these giant like yes. women shades. Yeah. <laughs> um what about that crazy person Spain? Remember him? Oh, he do was I like him? the crazy uh, drug dude who had the bodyguard. He had the dog that ate gum. Oh yes, 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 uh, yes. He teams up. He goes to a uh, a hotel. Kind of chums it up with like one of like like the bellboys, who gets him drugs. <laughs> Turns out the drugs are bad. They're laced with PCP. And his yeah, no, it's not his bodyguard. It's his lawyer. His lawyer takes these drugs and then, like, goes crazy and eats the dog. Yeah. And then Spain, like, fl I mean, flips out and, <laughs> yeah, they go on this whole, like, violence rampage against the yeah. dude. Because the dude who sold him the drugs is, like, a gangster, but he has, like, a katana. <laughs> yeah, that was and a crazy-ass like, story. You giant weeb. <laughs> Why do you have a katana? <laughs> I don't understand. Man. So yeah, that was that was our hundred bullets. And we still have more stuff to do with oh, crime. We're still, still not, not done. done. Oh my god, Emily, there's there so much so crime. Much. So uh, this has been Opal City Radio. Um we are here normally <laughs> normally every week. Um, you know. We, uh, we, we took a week off. It kind of a, like, it, it, talking about a comic called A Hundred Bullets after what went down in Orlando is, yeah, um, it was weird. Okay, I, I'm, even though we, we've just been joking about, like, murders and crimes. Um, yeah. Yeah, for, I'm, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break the illusion for you guys. When I say Southeast Noble City, I mean the Orlando area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was like, I, I can't. I mean, yes, we pick, obviously we picked it back up. You're listening to this right now. But I'm like, I can't record yeah. this the day after. 
Yeah, exactly. It was just that too too similar, you know. And plus, I mean, that's mad scary for something to happen like that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm saying you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still working through personal feelings about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is good to to jump back into this and yes to joke about a, a dumb comic. Yeah, as yeah. graphic and as violent as it was. Um, and no, we're yeah. not going to stop doing the... I mean, we still have a couple more weeks left of Crime Week before we jump into something else. We, we at, at the very least, if we don't discover oh, anything God. more. I mean, I have a list. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're back. So, back to our regular schedule program. Indeed. Um, so we have... Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have an email address. You can email us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. I forgot to check mailbag, so I'm not sure if any of you guys emailed me. Uh, if we did, mm-hmm. or if you did, then I will bring it up Ooh, on the next podcast. So you guys podcast. have like a week to like email us. Yeah. Yeah, to 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 change the course of the show. Um, you can also go on Facebook. <laughs> We're on there. Uh, you can download us on iTunes yeah, again. You Hooray. Can, uh, you can talk to me on Twitter. On Twitter, on the tweet, tweet yeah, you can tweeters. Talk to me about crazy conspiracy comics that are kind of confusing. Yes. And I don't understand. <laughs> well, uh, we will uh, save all the conspiracies and stuff for later. And uh, we will be back next week and we will see you guys Bye, then. Guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.